views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. In my memory, I will always see a town that I have loved so well, where the school played ball by the gas yard wall, and we laughed through the smoke and the smell. Going home in the rain Running up the dark lane Past the jail Down behind the fountain Those were happy days In so many, many ways In the town I loved so well The early morning, the shirt factory home called women from Craigan, the moor and the bar, while the men on the door played the mother's role, fed the children and then. And when times got tough, there was just about enough. But they sawed through without complaining. For deep inside was a burning pride in the town I loved so well. There was music there in the dairy air Like a language that we could all understand I remember the day when I earned my first pay And I played in a small pickup band there I spent my youth And to tell you the truth I was sad to leave it all behind me For I learned about life And I found me a wife In the town I loved so well But when I returned, how my eyes had burned To see how a town could be brought to its knees 
with their armored cars and the bombed out bars and the gas that hangs on to every breeze. Now the army's installed by that old gas yard wall and the With their tanks and their guns Oh my God, what have they done To the town I love so well Now the music's gone But they carry on For their spirits been bruised Never broken They will not forget But their hearts are set On tomorrow and peace once again For what's done is done And what's won is won And what's lost Can only pray for a bright, brand new day in the town I love so well. For what's done is done, and what's won is won, and what's lost is lost in God forever. The town I love so well. Very good morning, folks, and you're very welcome to Keologus Crack. We've got a mad, busy show today, and I'm here, uh, well, not alone now. I've brightened up the studio a little bit with a lovely lady from Sligo. And uh, Jay is in, but Mr. O'Brien is away. He's uh, probably a little bit frozen up there in Quebec City. And, of course, he's on the line right now. Good morning, Marco. Uh, good morning, Kenny, and freezing indeed. And, uh, listen, before I forget, that song you played there was a request from uh, Rose Cooney. I met her at the Mayo Pub Night last Saturday. It was a great night down there. Uh, Mayo, uh, Ro- Rose is from Roscommon, and uh, her husband, Jim, they were down there. So it was fierce crack down there, Kenny. So they let the Roscommon people into the Mayo Night? They did. Everybody in there. Sure, they all they all love helping each other out in this town. You know that. That's right. I know and, well. Uh, Valerie McLaughlin is the president there. She did she's doing Trojan work as the president. So and uh, I was also, by the way, I was a big winner down there. I, I won enough steak seasoning, I'd say, for the whole of Leash for a full year. <laughs> Good <laughs> stuff. Victory for me. Yeah. I can't wait till you invite me around then. <laughs> I'm looking forward minus, to that. It's minus a lot up here, Kenny. I'll I'd say it is. Minus a lot. Ballet today. Ballet it's lovely Lavitt. here. It's lovely here. Beautiful blue skies, sunny day. Yeah, oh, and Crisp. The, the Quebec Auto Show is on up here anyway, so I'm going to check all that stuff out. Oh, good man. Here. Pick a nice yeah. car out, will you? I will, yeah. Good stuff. So you must be pretty excited now. The Congress is, was on yesterday. It's on all weekend, is it? 
Uh, it's on all weekend, but uh, God, they've already made some big decisions here, pal. They have. Um, and one, one that I actually like and have liked for years now is the mark is in, like, yes. like the Aussie rules mark, although there's some different rules to it. So a clean catch that's made from a kickout past the 45-metre line, that can now be marked. So the player has about five seconds to release the ball, um, or they can also option to, to play on. You don't think it'll slow the game down too much, do you? I don't because if you if you think about sixty percent of the time that that happens, that fella is mauled to the ground anyway, or or he's fouled. Um, that's an interesting statistic, and that's actually what slows the game down. So I don't right. think it will. Personally, if they if they introduced it for every kick, I'd say it would. But but just for that, I mean that's one of the most magnificent plays in the game of Gaelic football. Is four lads going up to look for a big ball and one lad coming down. So I like that one. And um, bad news for consumers is that all the televised games. Uh, there was a motion for it to be free go to be uh, yeah. available on free to air TV, so that's not going to happen. Oh, really? so we'll still have to pay pay for the privilege over here, unfortunately, or download our GAA Go apps and things like that. Right. Um, there was also a motion to scrap replays, and uh, that, that has yeah. also been defeated. Yeah. And they're not going to move the finals back any earlier in the month either. No, I think they're going to revisit it though. But that that's definitely something that could happen in the future. The one thing they have done though is to. Um, to address the issue of, of player burnout is they've, they've dropped a minor grade back from minor to uh, to 17 and they're going to do that in, in, in 2018 they're going to start that so minors will now be 17 year olds and then the football this is just for football only for under 21 that's gone back to an under 20 grade and they're going to play that tournament from June to August every year but if a player is named to the senior panel he won't be eligible to play for the same county uh, uh, under 20 team so I think that's a good thing too, moving it back, because the young lads doing their leave insert, that'll take that away from them, you know. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, that's the other thing too. They don't mention that, but uh, I, I think that that's a that's a huge factor as well. So, I mean, big big changes there. I mean, the mark is a massive. I mean, that's going to take a lot of getting used to, both for referees and for players, and um, you know, and, and and coaches and everybody. So that that's a very significant change. So anyway, you know, it just goes to show though, the GA are not afraid to make bold changes to their game you know and right. other sports now could could uh, could maybe reflect on that and make Learn changes from us. You yeah, know? exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of football going on this weekend Dublin and Monaghan today and Armagh yeah. and Fermanagh yeah and uh, that Dublin Monaghan game those are the only those are the only two unbeaten teams I believe in, in Division 1 there and uh, I, I said the Donegal Mayo tilt is going to be one of the best ones there that should be good tomorrow yeah how do you reckon yeah. your lads uh, against Tyrone um Ah, uh, that'll be heavy lifting now, I'd say. But um, uh, they played they played well against Armagh, apparently. But I'd say Tyrone now would have a little bit too strong for them. But you never know. We've always played Tyrone very well, I have to say. Leash have always kind of given them a good old game. And, um, you know, but uh, I don't know about this home advantage in football. It doesn't really exist, to be honest. But right. We'll see. Now, who have your lads got this Awfully. Game? Oh, any money going uh-huh. on that? With, oh, Mr. Dorley now, he's been very quiet. I thought I'd get something from him now, but no, very quiet. A battle of uh, fifth and sixth place now, so. Well, I thought he threw out a number there. And oh, did he? he? Bite and, oh, I, thought that, I thought that was the ladies or something I thought he was talking about, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yeah. of the ladies there now, wasn't that some drubbing that Limerick gave to uh, Carlo last It certainly week? was, yeah. Kept Mr. Donnelly in his box anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Kept sure him fierce quiet altogether. It sure did. And, and uh, of course, on the Harland side, Waterford remain unbeaten. They were very impressive. With some, another win last weekend. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, Kenny bounced back and beat Tip. Yeah, I was watching a bit of that when I was back home this week. So uh, I, on, mm-hmm. on Sunday, I got a, caught a little bit of that. So it was a, a, a nice finish to the game for Kilkenny. I'll tell you, you can never count them out, can you? 
can never count them out. But some good tilts next weekend for the for the hurling. Dublin and Cork, Kilkenny, Galway, and Tip Waterford should be good. Yeah, there's some Ashford's great. No matter which which of those um, games, like all those teams playing against each other in that division, are they're all going to be great games. But um, yeah. So, so a big, uh, big tilt in Twickenham today. We haven't won there for about six years, Kenny. Yes, I was looking at some highlights from old past games there uh, that was on RTE. And uh, yeah, it, uh, there's going to be a few young lads going out there. Uh, your man, um, Stuart McCluskey, the Ulster yep. player, is going to be in for Jared Payne. And uh, Josh Vanderflyer is in for uh, O'Brien. So uh, they're, they're talking these two lads up big now. So they've been putting up some good numbers for their respective teams at Leinster and wow. Ulster. And those are debuts. Uh, debuts, yeah. Guys, these they? will be big wow. now against England and Twickenham. So, where would yeah. Vanderflyer be from? Do you think now? That's a dodgy one, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little dodgy one. But he he <laughs> went to school in Dublin, so he's been there for a long time. Uh, went right, to UCD. Okay. It's a great so, name, Vanderflyer. It is. Must be uh, uh, South Africa. I would have to think. Have to be. Huh? Have to be. Yeah. Rory missed so the cut. Some, who have you got in there today? Now, did you say you have a Sligo person in the studio? Today? I do. Yes. Yeah. Maraid Clancy, and she's in from the Toronto Irish Players, so she's in studio, and you're missing out big time now. Oh, no. Yeah. What kind of stuff have you got? Oh, wait till you hear it now. It'll be great. You'll have to tune in. I will be tuning yeah. in, of course. Shadow of a yeah. Gunman is starting up soon, This later this week, so Wonderful. you'll have to check that out. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, so... Late night for you and I. Oh, yeah. That's it. yeah. Maybe we'll go down to it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Wouldn't be the first time we went to something together, would it? No, we're starting to become like together. we're starting to become like rabbits. You could snare us easy. <laughs> we're inseparable, buddy. <laughs> I yeah. tell you, yeah. So, how about uh, Rory missing the cut there at the Honda Classic? Yeah, yeah that that was a bit disappointing. All right, but a lot of the big names, um, a few of the big names anyway, missed the cut there. So it was, it was playing very difficult. I think he got a bit unlucky with the timing of his tee time. But um, yeah, he, he doesn't. Uh, He's got a bit of work to do before Augusta, let's put it that way. Sure. Harrington, the defending champion, is uh, one over, so he's well back of, of uh, Ricky Fowler yeah, at eight under. Yeah. McDowell is the best of the Irish at even. And Shane had yeah. a bad day yesterday, four over yesterday, so yeah, he's back at two over. So that's, yeah. that's encouraging. He'll be around. And, uh, and you know, that, that course, though, one thing I'll say about it is that if you get out early and knock in a like, four, five, five under par round in the morning and the wind gets up, which it often does, um, you might, you could easily see an eight or nine shot swing between the leaders. Although Ricky Fowler's playing very well, I would be putting my money on him to take the trophy. Have you heard so, of a fella called Cormac Sharvin? I have not. He's an Ard Glass golfer, and he's playing down in Perth, and he made the cut. He's tied for fifty fourth right now. He played on the Walker oh. Cup team before, so uh, it's nice to see another young Irish fella out there. He's making his debut, so it's nice on his debut that he actually made the cut. Oh, wonderful, good stuff. Well, listen, I'm sure that um, you've got a busy show there. I do. And, uh, there'll be an awful lot of election news coming. When, oh, when Desmond, on the line Desmond can't, get, can't wait to get at it, so he can't. <laughs> he said it's like Christmas morning for him. So, And the best of luck to your lads tomorrow. I hope you lift a little bit of silverware against Manchester City there, Kenny. Yeah, and then we have to face United in the Europa Cup. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So that'll be deadly, <laughs> won't it? Gary Lineker just posted something on Twitter. He said um, the two, what did he say, the two... two um, two giants of Europe face each other. Uh, Tottenham play Dortmund, and also Liverpool are playing Manchester United. I Very good. Yes, excellent. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, pal. All right. Well, listen. Stay warm up there. I will. Good. Thanks, pal. We'll Have chat to you show. next week. All the best, Slan.
For 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. 
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, and if you want to watch the McGregor fight next weekend, the embassy is showing it, and it's only $20 to get in. I believe the cards start there around 7 o'clock, and then McGregor will be on a little bit later. So make sure you get in touch with the folks down at the embassy and get your seat in there as well. Well, we're off to... Blow me down Newfoundland to get the, uh, all the election news. It's about as close as you can get to Ireland anyway. And it's like Christmas morning for Desmond. Go ahead, Desmond, give us the updates. Thank you very much for that, Ken. And good morning, folks, and Merry Christmas to you all. Desmond Voy here with the news from Ireland for this week, our special Election Day edition. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. And our top story this morning is that Fine Gael appears set to remain as the largest party in the Doyle Eireann, but after suffering losses in yesterday's general election and with a serious drop in support for their junior coalition partners in the Labour Party, it appears unlikely that the two parties combined will reach the 79 seats needed for a majority coalition government, leaving the shape of Ireland's new government in doubt. Both coalition parties are seeing their support down this morning as votes are being counted across the country, with a rise in support for Fianna Fáil, Sinn Féin and independent candidates. Shane Ross, leader of the Independent Alliance, was the first TD elected to the Dáil today, winning on the second count in Dublin Rathdown, as that was about half an hour ago. Taoiseach Enda Kenny appears elected in Mayo, while Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin is also back in Cork, Cork South Central. In Dunleary, People Before Profit leader Richard Boyd Barrett appears likely to take the third seat there. Meanwhile, Health Minister Dr. James Riley is facing a battle to retain his seat in Dublin's Fingal. Sinn Féin leader Gerry Adams has topped the poll in Louth. Meanwhile, a battle is shaking out between Renewal Party leader Lucinda Crichton, who appears in trouble in her battle against Green Party leader Eamon Ryan in Dublin Bay South. Sinn Féin's deputy leader, Mary Lou MacDonald, appears elected in Dublin Central, having surpassed the quota on the first count. In the same riding, independent Maureen O'Sullivan is likely to lose her seat. In Kerry, the Healy Ray brothers, Danny and Michael, appear set to take the first two seats there in the kingdom. Two more updates now. Justice Minister Francis Fitzgerald of Fine Gael has been re-elected, and Ian O'Brien of Sinn Féin elected on the first count in Dublin Miss Midwest just minutes ago. And also just minutes ago, Sean Fleming of Fianna Fáil joined them, getting elected in Offaly. He was running against former Taoiseach Brian Cowan's brother, Barry. More than 3.2 million voters were eligible to cast ballots in 40 constituencies being contested by 552 candidates yesterday. Turnout was about 66%. There are 157 seats being filled for the 32nd dial, with the Con Comiria Sean Barrett being automatically returned.
at dissolution on February 3rd, Senegal had 67 TDs, Labour 33, Fianna Foyle 21, Sinn Féin 14, the People Before Profit Anti-Austerity Alliance 4, Renewa and the Social Democrats 3 each, and Independence and others 20. One seat was vacant, and one last word coming through on the election 2016, Kildare South. First count results have just been announced, and it will go to a second count, as no candidate has made the quota. Well, in crime news this week, as gangster Al Capone was finally brought to justice through tax charges, Thomas Slab Murphy, 66, the former alleged chief of staff of the Irish Republican Army, has been sentenced to 18 months in jail for tax evasion. He was convicted on nine charges at the Special Criminal Court back in December. Murphy lives in in Hackball's Cross, County Louth, on a farm straddling the border with County Armagh. Murphy failed to submit tax returns for nine years from 1996 to 2004, despite holding significant land and cattle holdings and receiving farming grants. The prosecution said he owed the revenue commissioners about €190,000. Murphy issued a statement saying that he was an innocent man and would be appealing his conviction. Well, a bittersweet send-off in our entertainment news this morning, with word this week that Johnny Murphy, the actor who played Joey the Lips Fagan in the iconic 1991 Irish movie The Commitments, has died this week. He was 72. He died of respiratory failure at St. James Hospital in Dublin on Tuesday morning. He's best known for playing the trumpet-playing character Joey in the movie based on the novel of the same name by Roddy Doyle. He also distinguished himself with roles in the movie Angela's Ashes, but also on stage, too. He played Go-Go in the world-famous Gate Theatre production of Samuel Beckett's Waiting for Godot. His funeral was held yesterday. Well, we continue this week in 1916 when we look back to what was happening on February 22nd when the Dublin Metropolitan Police kept up their surveillance of what they believed to be the subversive elements. In their notes for that day, they reported that 50 Sinn Féin volunteers drilled at 41 Rutland Square that night. In historical context, the day before, the Battle of Verdun had commenced in France. Meanwhile, in Cork, Terence McSweeney, an organizer with the, with the Irish Volunteers, appeared in court having been charged with having made statements likely to cause disaffection and hostility to His Majesty's government, and with having a cipher message in his possession. The magistrate dismissed two of the charges, but imposed a fine regarding the cipher charge. The Crown Prosecutor said that he did not believe McSweeney was in the pay of the Germans, but rather that was calling for the murder of Irish Parliamentary Party leader John Redmond. And an editorial in the Irish Times reported that, quote, distinguished Irish surgeon Sir Berkeley Moynihan was making public figures relating to the typhoid amongst British troops on the front. They appear to clinch the argument for inoculation, the paper wrote. Some interesting notes appear in the papers on February 24, 1916, including one from County Mayo, where the Ballina Board of Guardians adopts a resolution asking the Nationalist Party to, quote, save Ireland from further taxation. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week on a busy election morning. And the news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Mark O'Brien in Quebec City and Jay and Ken and Mairead Clancy in Toronto with Keol Agus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil. My
Shabin, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub, invites you down to see what the buzz is all about. Our man is Brendan Dolan and his team guarantee an authentic Irish pub experience. Located at 5555 Eggington Avenue West, just west of Ramfort Avenue, the Irish Shabin is inspired by tradition. The menu is filled with delicious pub grub. Enjoy the warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cosy spots to call your own. There's even a large patio outside if you're looking for a bit of fresh air. There's a lovely private room called the Centennial. It has a fireplace, a 60-inch flat screen that can be used for meetings. It's a great spot for hosting special events, team or association gatherings. Drop in any time and say hello to Brendan and his friendly bunch or give them a call at 416-695-9178. And don't forget to check out theirishabean.com for the schedule of weekly live entertainment. So off you go to 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just west of Renfort Avenue. The Irish Abean. You won't be disappointed. 
Lovely stuff. Well, I'm delighted to have in studio somebody else from Sligo. That's really exciting, of course, when we have people from Sligo. Now, Mairead Clancy is here, and she's the newest member from the Toronto Irish Players. Of course, they're celebrating 40 years of Quality Irish Theatre in Toronto. You're very welcome, Mairead. Thank you, Ken. Thanks for having me and on. And welcome to Toronto. Thanks very much. Moving here in the wintertime is not easy. No, but we were eased in this year with the nice weather, so we can't complain. That's great. Great. Yeah. And we have a little baby at home. We do. Baby Pearl. She's only 10 months old, so she's there with my husband now they're listening in the son of a famous footballer too Barnes Murphy and he's called Barnes Murphy as well yes yeah Gaelic mad in that house (laughs) excellent excellent very good well uh, as I say you're very welcome and you you are now going to be in the new play from Toronto Irish players Shadow of a Gunman that's right the famous Sean O'Casey play it's the first in the trilogy so um, based in the Dublin tenements from 1916 to the 1920s so um, it's an apt play to perform this year with all the celebrations going on for the 1916 Rising Centenary Year that's in it. So we're starting on Thursday night in the Alumni Theatre, which is located at 70 Berkeley Street at Adelaide Street. And um, it's running every Thursday, Friday and Saturday over the next three weekends. And we're also having a matinee show on Sunday, March 6th at 2 p.m. So it's on every evening at 8 p.m. starting on Thursday the 3rd. Wonderful, and it's a big night too. The the first night, right? There's a wine and cheese, and that's right. Nice yeah, the reception there, which is always good. Yes, and um, it's fifty dollars for the tickets for our opening night, and after that, then it's twenty dollars for tickets for the other evenings and the matinee show. With um, seniors and students get in for eighteen dollars, and then we're having a special night on March tenth, Thursday, March tenth. It's a pay what you can night, so a minimum of ten dollars that night. In. That'll be the one Mark O'Brien will be at, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, that's great. Good, good. And uh, how can people get tickets to the event? Okay, so you can phone our box office on 416-440-2888 or else you can just go on our website, torontoirishplayers.com. Very good. Well, the the, uh, the tip folks have always uh, performed great plays altogether down there in Toronto. So it's uh, it's mighty now that you're part of it. And you have uh, an acting background too back in Sligo, right? Well, yes, I've been involved in a few plays and pantos with amateur societies in Sligo, the Clara Dramatic Society and Sligo Drama Circle. So I would have performed on the Hawkswell stage there in Sligo. Famous theatre. No finer. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> One of the best in the country. Absolutely. No, that's great. And uh, you're not only from Yates County, but you're from Yates Country, out mm-hmm. in Drumcliffe. Yes, I grew up in Drumcliffe, very close to where Yates is buried there in yeah. the famous churchyard. So um, a lot of celebrations going on this year, too. And Lissadell House, of course, has reopened there in Sligo. So with the Countess Markovich connection and everything, there'll be lots going on in Sligo sure, this year. Yeah. yeah. You're going to miss out, though. I know, that's the problem. <laughs> Our benefit to have you out here in Canada. That's good. Great stuff. Yourself and Barnes and Pearl. That's uh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, how big is the cast that you have uh, in Shadow of a Gunman? Yeah, there's 10 of us who will be acting in this play. So a good lineup and everyone's excited. We'll be in the theatre tonight getting the set set up there. So the nerves will start kicking in. Sure. <laughs> so we're all looking forward to it and having a laugh, enjoying it all. And Jim Ivers is the director, so he's... Doing a good job. Excellent. Has us all, keeping you yeah, all in line. Keeping us all in line, exactly. Oh, that's great. Good stuff. Well, you're going to stick around and we'll uh, we'll keep chatting here uh, as we go along on the show. We have a, a kind of an arts show here today. You know, we've got a, another caller co- coming in here and he's calling from Ireland. And um, we're going to just play a little ad and then we'll, uh, we'll come back and get him, okay? So uh, go to a commercial there. Uh, Now 
Dennis O'Brien had three daughters fine, the fairest young girls in the block. And between you and me, every night after tea, to O'Brien's the boys they would flock. When young Mickey Clancy steps in to see Nancy, Tim McCarty steps in to see Rose. And when young Mickey Kelly steps in to see Mel, with a plea to her father she goes. Don't go into the front room, Dad. Nancy's in there with her collar. Daddy dear, won't you stay out here? Rose has her friend in the parlor. Don't go into the kitchen, Dad. I'll be out there with my bowl. And since all of his girls have got steady young men, O'Brien has no place to go. Last Saturday night, O'Brien got tight, and he said to himself, now we'll see. That if three young galoots dressed up in new suits make a wandering fool out of me. Out with McCann and O'Brien's brogan, Mickey Kelly and Clancy felt so. They went over the stoop like an acrobat's troop, so O'Brien will hear this no more. All right, that's the funniest commercial I've ever heard anyway. That was uh, Brendan Shine. <laughs> There's no place for O'Brien. But on the line we have, calling in from Ireland, it's Alex Fagan. And he's got a, a new cinematic release in Canada coming up on March the 4th. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, how are you? I'm not so bad. How's it going with you? Not too bad at all, not too bad. We're giving you a break from all the election stuff over there, yeah? Oh, God, you'd be worn out from it, to be honest. I'd say so, all right. Where are you calling in from, Alex? <laughs> Uh, say that again, sorry. Where are you calling in from? I, I'm I'm calling in from Kerry. Ah, good man, good man yourself. No better <laughs> so place, have, huh? Danny Healy Ray and uh, his brother Michael. I uh, looks like they're going to be elected. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So that's the that's the latest update. Yeah, that's the latest update. I, I was just listening to them on the television there, and uh, they said they haven't been elected yet, but it's it's looking likely. Right on, good man yourself. <laughs> So uh, you've uh, you contacted us this week, and we're delighted to have you on the show. You uh, actually had directed that um, documentary, The Irish Pub, which was fantastic. And now you've got a new one, and it's going to be shown here in Toronto on Friday, March the 4th, Older Than Ireland. And when I first saw the title, I was kind of thinking back to things like The Cage of Fields and stuff like that. Is that what this is all going to be about? But it's not. It's the story of 30 people, 100 or older. And I watched the trailer, and it looks fantastic, Alex. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's right. So essentially, uh, it's 30 people all around Ireland. Uh, The oldest was 113 that we interviewed. And uh, that's Kathleen Snavely, who was the oldest Irish lady in record. The oldest Irish person on record, actually. And then uh, the oldest man as well, we we managed to get, uh, Luke Dolan from Roscommon. Fantastic. He was 108. Do they give out their secret? Uh, we we asked them all their secrets and 
I suppose that it, the film kind of takes two kind of um, lines. One is the sort of personal and the other one is slightly political. But in the beginning of the film, we kind of get into just a little bit of their secrets. And uh, we asked Kathleen what her secret to reaching 113 was. And she said she was so fed up with people asking her that, that she said she tells them that she, uh, she worked hard all her life and then she became a prostitute. <laughs> and uh, she, she, had a, she had a lightning, uh, oh, she was a she razor sharp wit. Yeah. Uh, just uh, remarkable, and I think that was that was probably her ultimate secret. She just had that sort of wonderful sense of humor uh, that that they really all had. I mean, they're, they're, it's it's amazing. Just to, you, you, we all have sort of preconceptions about people over a hundred that they're frail and timid, mm-hmm. and uh, so many that we interviewed were the complete opposite. Yeah, no doubt, and it comes across very well on the trailer. Even some of them still driving, and and yeah, certainly their sense driving. of humor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, the one lady smoking away there, incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and if folks want to uh, to catch that trailer, you can go on to our website SaturdayIrishRadio.com. I've got it up there on our events page, which lists, of course, where your um, where your showing will be at the Carlton Magic Lantern Cinema in Toronto again on March the fourth. And yourself, uh, you're going to be out here for it. Yes, so we're going to be there for the opening night on the 4th, uh, and you can get tickets from uh, the website of the Magic, uh, the Carlton Magic Lantern Cinema, and uh, so we'll be doing a Q&A, but the film will be playing all week. Great stuff. Uh, from the 4th on, is that right? Fro- from the 4th on, and uh, I-, I highly recommend it. People will really enjoy it. I think it's, uh, uh, as I said, it's, it's, it's very, very funny, uh, and it has a few poignant bits in there as well. Uh, but it's also very romantic as well. We kind of look at their, you know, things like their first kiss, yes. uh, the first time they, uh, you know, their uh, their wedding day, uh, and we kind of go chronologically kind of through their lives that way. And we also interviewed people like uh, one gentleman. He was the last man he was in Crow, uh, to be um, uh, that witnessed the Crow Park Bloody Sunday Massacre in 1920. Oh, that right? uh, we interviewed people who witnessed the 1916 Rising. And they tell their stories as well. So there's there's that sort of aspect of it, and then and then you get this sort of personal love story that lasts a hundred years. Amazing, which is uh, <laughs> which is which is lovely. Oh, that's great. Good stuff, Alex. And uh, we certainly appreciate you getting in touch with us and and coming on uh, coming on the show. And we wish you the best of luck out here. And and feel free to uh, to reach out to us if you're in town next Saturday. Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate it, Ken. All right. All the best. All right. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. Thank bye, you. Bye bye. bye. friends as I leave you both behind 
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Very good. Well, it's time for our next guest, a fellow well-known and a famous son of Balbriggan. It's Cormac Monaghan. He's on the line. Good morning, Cormac. Hi, Ken. Good morning. How are you? Irish are not too bad. And yourself? Great, thanks. Great, great. Good stuff. Tickets are selling like crazy for the big event next yeah, Sunday? It's going, it's going well. I just wanted to just give people an update and... Uh, like every Irish association, you know, as Hugo says, there's uh, two words that you never hear or two phrases, sold out and on time. So we're never sold out. And uh, we've got a healthy number, but we're trying to use the last week to, to push for more. So anyone who hasn't yet booked, email ipoytoronto at gmail.com or phone Ann Looney, 416-621-2510. Or contact myself, Kitty, uh, Marie O'Donnell or Angela or, or Marie and uh, we'll certainly get you accommodated. We start peel- peeling the spuds on Tuesday night, so we kind of want to try and get the, the head count in by then. Good, yeah, yeah. You want the dry hands when you're picking up the phone now for tickets and stuff like that, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Excellent. So anyway, uh, we, we've got a healthy crowd coming out to honour Brian Farmer, and after 21 years of hard labour at the GAA coalface, he certainly deserves it, so I'd encourage uh, the, the community to come out in force. It's probably a good job that he's he's retired from the position of, of president of the GA You might have this whole speech to be on the Congress changes, maybe. Exactly, yeah. There's some changes coming out of Ireland, for sure. Um, yeah. Usual annual controversy coming out of there. But, uh, yeah, I guess an amateur association, it kind of evolves over the years. Um, but it's obviously, uh, it's got it's got it right for the most part. For sure, for sure. All right, good stuff. And, of course, the flag raising is on before that, right? It is, yeah. And, obviously, the year that's in it, the hundreds year anniversary of 1916 the flag i suppose holds a special um meaning and uh i would encourage everyone to come out and admire it in all its beauty and glory at 11 a.m at city hall and uh it's just right beside the ice rink and even if people aren't going to lunch they're more than welcome obviously to come out to the flag raising and the flag raising for those that haven't been there it's over and done with in about five minutes but we uh we sing the irish and the canadian national anthems and obviously this year i think 
the Irish in particular will be sung with greater pride. Well, it's just the year that's in it, but uh, we put it out on the new in, Ar- new in Toronto Irish Facebook page to see if any of the new arrivals were interested in the honour of singing the anthem, and we got a great response, and I'm delighted to say that Eilish McCavna, a new arrival from quite near the Giants' Causeway in Antrim, will uh, do the honours, and so uh, we'll have a, a new face uh, and hopefully some, some new arrivals there on the morning as well to join in the, 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 the important ceremony. Lovely stuff. Good man. Fair play to you. All right, so uh, I'll announce it again here in the calendar of events anyway as to how to get in touch, and of course people can go to SaturdayIrishRadio.com yeah, as well. Yeah, it's going to be a great day, so uh, hopefully we'll see a lot of your listeners there. For sure. Good stuff, Cormac. Good Very to chat to you as usual. Again. All right. Cheers. See you. Good luck. Bye. All right, well, we're back here live in studio with Mairead Clancy from Sligo. All right, do you miss Sligo already, you do? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. the land of heart's desire. Indeed <laughs> it is, yes, yeah. So we have Tip starting again on... Yes, Thursday night next, so March the 3rd. Um, it's starting at 8pm. The Shadow of a Gunman is the name of the play. So it's running on Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights at 8pm over the next three weekends with a matinee at 2pm on Sunday, March 6th. And um, the tickets can be booked on our website, torontoirishplayers.com, or through the booking office by calling 416-440-2888. Well, you've been doing a great job here. There's no way you'll be nervous at all, is there? Oh, (laughs) we'll wait and see. Might need to have a settler somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. And tell us what part you're playing. Um, I'm playing the the role of Mrs. Grigson. So she's an older woman and she has a hard time of it because her husband is an alcoholic and he's not a very nice man. So, yeah, I'm I'm a cave dweller of the Dublin tenements, as it says in the script. Oh, very good. (laughs) There's plenty of Dublin humour in the play and it's good crack. Oh, very good. Be a nice night's entertainment and a great way to celebrate St. Patrick's Day if anyone fancies going to the show on the 17th of oh, March. Of course, yeah. yeah. Why not? We'll also be, be um, taking part in the St. Patrick's Day Parade dressed in full costume. So if anyone's on the streets of Toronto on Sunday the 13th, you'll find us under the Toronto Irish Players banner. Oh, wonderful. That'll be great then to see you all out there. And Mairead is not old, so there'll be a lot of makeup <laughs> used, will there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. A grey wig, maybe. <laughs> okay. Very. I'll give you my one when I'm finished with it. <laughs> great. Excellent. Good stuff. All right. In every can of Guinness... There's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. Very good. Here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And uh, applications for the Toronto Rose are still open. You'd want to give Shannon Ellen a call, 519-7312. Double six four, or send her an email at Toronto Rose of Tralee at hotmail.com. Don't forget about Irish Project Hope. If you want to give a gift to our uh, organization that's sponsoring in Syrian refugees, then please do so. Send your donation to Holy Rosary Parish in Toronto, Irish Project Hope, at the Holy Rosary Parish, 354 St. Clair Avenue West, M5P. One and four, and put it to the attention of Ethna Heffernan. And uh, the Clare Galway Association has registered their uh, float for the St. Patrick's Day Parade, so they're encouraging all their members to make a special effort to participate and come on out and walk in your association group and wear your county colours. The Kerry Association is also calling all Kerry people to come out and celebrate with them on this very special uh, St. Patrick's Day parade been the 100th anniversary of the Rising. You can get in touch with Jim Kern at 416-255-8772 or Jason Furter at 647-707-6425. 
And the dance classes are back. And to get all the dates and addresses of Maureen Mulvey O'Leary's dance classes, you can go to our website. Friends of Sinn Féin, their big event is happening tonight with Dr. Michael Quigley and Dr. Gareth Stevenson. And that's taking place at the Intercontinental Hotel at 220 Bloor Street West in Toronto. It's free of charge and you give them a call at 416-402-3729. Very important day tomorrow, the 38th Concelebrated Mass in honour of St. Patrick is taking place, uh, of course, tomorrow, Sunday, February the 28th at 3.30pm at St. Celia's Church at 161 Annette Street, just west of Kiel. And it will be celebrated by His Eminence, Thomas Cardinal Collins, and the reception will follow in the church hall. We've had Mairead here from Toronto Irish Players, and she's given us all the details, so make sure you get yourself down to the Alumni Theatre, 70 Berkeley Street in Toronto, for evening performances at 8pm on the 3rd, 4th, 5th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 17th, 18th and 19th and the matinee at 2pm on Sunday, March the 6th. Tickets are $20. Seniors and students are $18. And of course the opening night is always a great night with a wine and cheese reception and that's $50 for that night. And the night Mark O'Brien will be there which is Mar- uh, Thursday, March the 10th when you can pay what you can with a minimum of $10. 416-440-2888 is the number or go to torontoirishplayers.com Chris Langan's traditional Irish music weekend March 4th to 6th is taking place. It's a weekend full of music and dancing and fun. It's taking place at the Transit Club. It's the 25th anniversary of this festival, and they'll have pipers and fiddlers in from the United States, Canada, and Ireland. And if you want to check that out, go to chrislangan.ca, and you can buy your tickets there for that event. There will be a few tickets available at the door, but it is on a first-come, first-served basis. We had uh, Kevin Fagan on earlier from County Kerry and he his uh, movie that will be launched this week, Friday, March the 4th. It's called Older Than Ireland and it's taking place at the Carlton Magic Lantern Cinema Theatre. And you can get your tickets at their website and it's running all week. The March screenings of Forgotten, a documentary by our very own uh, here in uh, Toronto, at the Toronto Irish Film Festival, Saturday, March the 5th at 4 p.m. Tickets are available at toirishfilmfest.com and it's also uh, been shown on Tuesday, March the 15th at, uh, on the Short Film Festival and you can get that at torontoshort.com and of course that's Eleanor McGrath who has directed that uh, documentary. Sunday, March the 6th, we just heard from Cormac Monaghan. It's the IPOY event honouring Brian Farmer at 12 noon at the Hilton Hotel. Tickets are $65 and you can get them in touch with them at ipoytoronto at gmail.com and uh, give Anne Looney a call, 416-621-2510, or if you have any of the others, give them a shout as well. And Cormac Kitty and Angelo Murray and Amory O'Donnell are available. So come on out and honour Brian Farmer and kick off the Irish season with, this, uh, with the IPOY luncheon at the Hilton. And the world's largest and longest St. Patrick's Day luncheon is taking place on Friday, March the 11th. It's always a great afternoon. The Ireland Fund of Canada it has a pre-reception taking place at 11 a.m. Of course, it's down at the Toronto Metro Convention Centres in the South Building. And then you can join them in the Quinn Family Pub for that pre-reception. And of course, there'll be a post-lunch reception there as well. It's a three-course lunch and there's great entertainment with Alan Doyle from Great Big C. He'll be your MC and your entertainment. And then 
then afterwards in the Quinn Family Pub, the O'Deadleys will keep you uh, dancing for the rest of the afternoon and it will also include a Baileys-inspired liquid dessert station. The Open Door Cayley is having a fundraising Cayley for the Syrian refugees on Saturday, March the 12th from 8pm at and it will run till 11.30 and that's at the Canadian, Royal Canadian Legion 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. And tickets are $15 for that. Sunday, March the 13th, it's the Irish Real Life Festival. And their uh, celebration is straight out of Dublin. And it's Jay's brother, who's the big chef down there. So uh, you want to get in touch with those folks, go to irishreallifefestivalkw.com. Tickets are $60, seating's at 6.30, and dinner is served at 7. And we might have Jay's brother on the show next week. The Burlington Legion is having their annual St. Patrick's Day dinner. It's corned beef and cabbage, and it's all taking place at the Burlington Legion at 5 p.m. and it's on St. Patrick's Day. And for the rest of the calendar, because we're running out of time here, folks, but go to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And uh, we'll come back here and chat with Mairead here for uh, for a minute. So, Tip, you're excited. You're pumped. Yes, we're all excited now and looking forward to the run. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, we wish you the very best of luck. And you're great for just someone who's just arrived and getting involved in the community. We love to see that. So uh, oh, congratulations on that. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. Now, <laughs> give a big shout out. I know there's a couple of extra listeners in, in Sligo listening in today. Oh, yes. My mother and father, Jerry and Jacqueline Clancy in Rathcormick. So they'll be listening in. And of course, the Murphys in Carroll. So oh. give a big shout out to them. Brilliant. Burns Murphy, 1975. Sligo will never forget it, will they? Never, never. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> All right. And... Uh, Give a shout out to Pearl there and Burns yourself. If oh, you like, yeah. And to my husband Burns, who's home minding baby Pearl. So I love you both. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Thanks again for coming in. You're welcome anytime. Good luck to uh, yourself and uh, the Toronto Irish players in uh, in this production. Thanks you always do a great show. Time. Folks, the hour has run up. Slant. And uh, here's Van Morrison with Sometimes We Cry. Good luck. Sometimes we know, sometimes we don't, sometimes we give, sometimes we won't, sometimes we're strong, sometimes we're wrong, sometimes we cry. Sometimes it's bad. When the going gets tough Yeah, we look in the mirror Yeah, we want to give up Sometimes we don't even Think we'll try Sometimes we cry But we're gonna have to sit down And think it right through If we're only human, what more can we do? The only thing to do is eat humble pie. Sometimes we cry. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 